Happy New Year and welcome to the official Folk Albums chart show for January the 11th. There are seven new entries and a brand new number one. And we're going to get a real insight into the emotional recording process behind the latest Spell Songs album when we talk with Robert McFarlane and Julie Fowlis later. There's also a big news announcement about this show itself. We're going to have music from Treetop Flyers, from Catherine Williams and Caroline Duffy, from The Levellers, from Richard Dawson and Circle, plus a beautiful Wexford Carol from Katrina O'Leary. But let's kick things off with a postcard from Ireland. This is Wild Mountain Time by Celtic Woman. Oh, the summertime is coming And the trees are sweetly blooming And the wild mountain time Grows around the blooming heather Will you go? And we'll all go together to pull wild mountain time all around the blooming heather. Will you go, Lassie? Go, and we'll all go together to pull Come on. 
They'll catch the death of cold standing about in the countryside in those frocks, won't they? That was Wild Mountain Time from the number 28 new entry album from Celtic Woman. It's called Postcards from Ireland. Here's the first chart countdown at 40. Sam Kelly and the Lost Boys with The Wishing Tree. At 39, Shirley Collins and Heart's Ease. At 38, Barbara Dixon says time is going faster. At 37, the Pogues classic BBC sessions from the 1980s. At 36, Chris Drever is back in the chart with Where the World is Thin. At 35, John Smith and The Fray. At 34, Spencer Cullum's Coin Collection. At 33, the late Judy Dibel and David Longdon's Between a Breath and a Breath. At 32, Declan O'Rourke's poetic album, Arrivals. Check out his episode of Folk on Foot. And at 31, it's Cara Dillon, live at Cooper Hall. But let's leap ahead now to number 27 and another new entry. This is from the London-based folk band Treetop Flyers and their album Old Habits. The band said they wanted to create a piece that crossed musical boundaries, drawing on influences from rock and roll to folk to soul. This track is called Dancing Figurines. Dance. 
on with the chart. At 30, Will Varley and The Hole Around My Head. At 29, Josiane Clark re-enters the chart with a small, unknowable thing. At 28, Celtic Woman and Postcards from Ireland. And at 27, Treetop Flyers and Old Habits. At 26, John Francis Flynn's acclaimed album, I Would Not Live Always. At 25, Blackmore's Night and Nature's Light. At 24, Afterlight by Afterlight. At 23, another new entry, Strange Wonders, the Wexford Carols, Volume 2, from Katrina O'Leary. A track from that coming up. At 22, Connectivity, from Grace Petrie. And at 21, This Is Really Going To Hurt, by Flight. So let's get back now to that new entry at number 23, Katrina O'Leary's Wexford Carols. It's the second album of Wexford Carols, which have been handed down from generation to generation in Ireland. And Katrina has assembled an amazing lineup of supporting musicians, including John Smith, Seth Lakeman, and many more. And on this track in particular, the trumpeter Alison Balsam is featured, as is the producer Ethan Johns on harmonium, and the voices of the Stille Antico Choir and the Clara Sanabras singers. This is the Ennis Corthy Christmas Carol. Good people all this Christmas time Consider well and bear in mind What our good God for us has done In sending his beloved Son With Mary holy we should pray to God with this Christmas day in Bethlehem upon that morn there was a blessed Messiah born the night before the happy tide the noble virgin and her guide were a long time seeking up and But mark how all things came to pass from every door repelled, alas. As long fought all their refuge, all was but a humble ox's stall. Near Bethlehem did shepherds keep their flocks of love and feeding sheep. Angels did appear, which put the shepherds in great fear. Prepare on God, the angels said, to Bethlehem, be not afraid. For there you'll find this happy morn, a princely babe, sweet Jesus born. Joyful mind, the shepherds went the babe to find. And as God's angels had foretold, they did our Saviour Christ behold. Within a manger he was laid, a 
beautiful reminder of the festive seasons it disappears in our rearview mirror that was Katrina O'Leary at number 23 with her album Strange Wonders the Wexford Carols volume 2 well now a big news announcement from us about this show next month on February the 1st this show will be live streamed from Cecil Sharp House and I'll be joined by Lady Nade to count down the biggest selling folk albums of the year 2021. There'll also be live performances from some of the artists who made those albums and we'll be showcasing some of the debut albums that got into the chart during the last year. So don't forget to put that date in your diary. February the 1st, live here on the Folk on Foot YouTube channel. We'll be live streamed from Cecil Sharp House with the official folk album album's chart show of the year 2021. Don't miss it. In the meantime, let's get news of other gigs, virtual and real, that are going on around the folk world as we're joined by Lucy Shields of The Folk Forecast. What have you got for us, Lucy? Hi, Matthew. So one of the big events that everyone's looking forward to at this time of year, of course, is Celtic Connections. So that's set to take place from the 20th of January right through to the 6th of February. And as usual, they've got a really amazing lineup, loads to look forward to. Um, obviously, there have been a few changes recently in terms of the restrictions for COVID in Scotland, so it's likely there might be some changes to the programming. So keep an eye on the website for the latest details on that. Another thing I'm really looking forward to is the Lost Words Spell Songs. They're going on tour to a few different places through January and February. They're going to Perth, Gateshead, Birmingham and London. 
And then if you can't catch any of those, they'll also be at festivals in the summer. So they'll be at Folk by the Oak and Cambridge Folk Festival later in the year. And they'll be with us, of course. A bit later in the show, we're going to be talking to Robert McFarlane and Julie Fowlis about that latest Spell Songs release. So look forward to that. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Um, and then another one who's recently been in the chart a lot is John Francis Flynn. So his latest album, I Would Not Live Always, has made a few appearances in the chart recently. And if you'd like to hear him play live, he's going to be touring through January and February, loads of different places. So he's going to Bristol, London, Sheffield, Newcastle, all over the shop. So lots of chances to catch him. And what about online gigs? Is there still plenty of those going on? Yes, there's still lots going on online. Um, So one thing that I've just spotted is Nine Barrow have recently released a new episode of their Wandering Minstrels series. So they've been exploring the countryside and coast around Dorset and sharing lots of songs along the way so that's a really nice one and that's going to be on youtube so you can catch that whenever you like and then also the unthanks have got another winter onliner coming up so they've done one of those before this one's coming up from the 21st to the 23rd of january and it's a whole weekend of events so there'll be workshops performances podcasts a quiz q a all sorts and also the chance to get a bit of a preview on their new album sorrows away which is coming out a bit later in the year So that'll be a really great one. If you're a fan of the Unthanks, like you've got to get that in your diary. (laughs) And then over at Live to Your Living Room, we're going to be quite busy as well. So we've got John Bowden on the 13th of January. We've got Martin Simpson on the 18th. And we've got a Burns Night celebration with Vicky Swan and Johnny Dyer on the 26th. And then speaking of Burns Night, the Nest Collective have also got a Burns Night event on the 25th. You can watch it on YouTube and there's going to be a Kaylee band and you can join in from home. So if you usually like getting out for Burns Night and you can't get out this year, you can join in from home. I'll be rolling up the carpet in my sitting room. Any album releases that we should be looking forward to? Yes, there's some great stuff coming up. And also we've had a really interesting one's just come out over Christmas. So Nancy Kerr has released a new album. It came out on Boxing Day. It's called The Poor Shall Wear the Crown. And it's a collection of songs by Leon Russellson. So it's a real tribute to his work. And I particularly like the fact that Nancy's son, Harry, joins her in one of the songs called Why Does It Have To Be Me? Um, And it's a song that I grew up singing with my own mum. So it's quite touching to see them sing that together. And then another one that's due out later this month, Megan Henderson is releasing Pilgrim Souls on the 21st of January. That's another one that's a bit of a tribute to another artist. So it's inspired by the work of an impressionist artist called Christine Clark. And it's got really beautiful artwork on the cover as well. So that's a a really lovely one. Then also there are a few coming out on the 4th of February. So there's Our Voices Echo by Rura. That's got lots of special guests. They've got Michael McGoldrick, Julie Fowlis, Duncan Chisholm, Hannah Rarity and Ross Ainsley. So that's going to be amazing. Then also on the 4th of February, there's Heal and Harrow, which is a new project from Lauren McColl and Rachel Newton. And that's inspired by real women who were persecuted and tried as witches and kind of bringing a whole new perspective to their story. So I think that's going to be a really interesting one as well. And then finally, Sam Sweeney has a new EP called Solo. That's also out on the 4th of February. And that's the first in a series of EPs that's going to come out that are highlighting different members of the band he played with for his Unearth Repeat album. 
So I think that's a really nice idea because although it was the Sam Sweeney band, every member of that band brought something to that sound and it's a really nice opportunity to highlight each of them and what they've brought to the project. Oh, there's tons to cheer us up in these dark nights and gloomy nights. We can listen to those albums or watch those gigs online. Lucy, as always, thank you very much indeed. And if you didn't catch all the details of uh, what Lucy was mentioning, just uh, search online for The Folk Forecast and you can get them all in written form. We'll see you next month. Thanks very much. More from the chart now. At 20, this is The Kit with Off, Off, On. At 19, Catherine Pretty with The Eternal Rocks Beneath. At 18, Spires and Bowden are on fallow ground, and at 17, they're reassembled with their fellow members of Bellowhead. At 16, The Levelers and Peace, more from them coming up. At 15, Martin Joseph and 1960. At 14, Hamish Hawke's Heavy Elevator. At 13, Catherine Williams and Carol Ann Duffy with Midnight Chorus. At 12, Kate Rusby and Hand Me Down. And at 11, Pete and Diesel are live at Barrowlands 2020. We can continue the festive spirit just a little bit longer now as we savour the collaboration between the singer-songwriter Catherine Williams and the former poet laureate Carol Ann Duffy. They first met at a literary festival and their mutual admiration grew into a festive album called Midnight Chorus. Here's a track from it called Dear Lord. Yeah.
Catherine Williams and Carol Ann Duffy with Dear Lord from their album Midnight Chorus, which is at number 13, a new entry in this month's official Folk Albums chart show. We have a new episode of Folk on Foot coming out at the end of this week with Catherine Tickell, the Northumbrian pipe player, and her dad singing, playing and telling traditional stories by the fast-flowing River Reed in Northumberland near Catherine's home. Here's a little taste of what's in store. Ne sparkling streams, ne yellow trout, the bonny hills are here. But lammies loupin o'er the brae, my bonny soul to cheer. O bring me back, thou gallant ship, across the Atlantic fame, that I may see me wonnies wild and me bonny moorland hame. That's all James Armstrong wanted. So this is what I grew up with. You know, you go anywhere with my dad or my granddad, and they're going to burst into either song or uh, poetry or something at any. And did you moment. like it? Or because uh, you know, some kids can be embarrassed about their I parents was, doing performing and, and that kind of thing. Mostly, I liked it. Occasionally, when we'd been to the uh, the twentieth battlefield, these battlefields do tend to look quite similar. And Dad would be striding around, going, "Ah, now the Scottish soldiers will come down over that hill." And can you just imagine it, Catherine? And then he would be singing a bit of the ballad, and I'd be like, "Oh." Come on, Dad. When do we get to the tea room? It <laughs> fell about oh, the lammer's tide <laughs> when the moormen win the hay. The doughty Douglas bound him right into England to drive a prey. So that's where he came in, just over the top there. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Tickell and her dad by the River Reed is the new episode of Folk on Foot coming your way on Friday, January the 14th. Don't miss it. We're into the top ten now. At ten, The Staves with Good Woman. At nine, Ferocious Dog and The Hope. At eight, Kareem Polwart and Dave Milligan's Beautiful, Still As You're Sleeping. And at seven, Johnny Flynn and Robert McFarlane are still lost in the cedarwood. More from Robert in a moment. But at number six, The Levelers are back. In 2020, they were due to take their album Peace on the road. But of course, the lockdowns put paid to all of that. So they got together in their Metway studios to create live versions of all the tracks from the album. The result was the album The Lockdown Sessions, which enters the chart at number six. And here's a track from it. There's only one way of life And that's your
bicycle days on the underpass Noise we thought would never stop Died of death when the punks grew up And we choked down all our dreams We whispered all our fears We were running through the heartless concrete seats We're chasing our ideas captured live with One Way from their number six album, The Lockdown Sessions. At number five, Seth Lakeman urges us to make your mark. At number four, Jamie Webster says, We Get By. At five, Christy Moore is flying into mystery. Don't ask too much, you'll never get enough when you're flying into mystery. But at number two, another new entry, and this time it's from that folk supergroup, The Spell Songs, inspired by the writings of Robert McFarlane and the beautiful artwork of Jackie Morris in those books, The Lost Words and The Lost Spells. Seven performers, Kareem Polwart, Julie Fowlis, Seku Keita, Chris Drever, Rachel Newton, Beth Porter and Jim Molyneux came together to create songs at a hideaway in the Lake District, which was also attended by Robert himself and Jackie. So when I spoke to Robert McFarlane from his rather chilly writing shed and Julie Fowlis from her home in the Highlands, I naturally wanted to know more about the creative process behind this second Spell Songs album. Oh, thanks, Matthew. Yeah, lovely to speak to you and with Julie too. The book, The Lost Spells, uh, was published in October 2020, and that went out to the musicians. So a lot of the early thinking was done in lockdown, reading, responding to the words, to Jackie's art, beginning to to make scraps and beginnings and threads that could be pulled later. And we gathered in um, Greta Hall in Keswick in the Lake District. Wonderful, bright, gold, late winter, early spring days. Wonderful heritage there, Coleridge and Southey had both lived and written there. So, you know, a little bit of pressure on the words and the lyrics and the lyric makers. And then watching the musicians come together after so long apart, so long working in in silence and separateness. It was just magic to see the speed with which things happened then. Julie, what did it feel like for you to get back together with the Spell Songs musicians? It was incredibly special and uh, and moving, um, really emotional and full of joy and, and laughter too. But as Robert said, it was... Um, we really felt it having been to a large extent been working in isolation and on 
uh, online and to get the chance, the opportunity to be together in the same room and to share food around the table and then make music together. It felt like a huge privilege, actually. And um, I think, you know, where we were was very special. The time was special and it felt like the energy was right. Mm. It's extraordinary to me how productive you all are, Julie, when you get together like that. So do people arrive with the shape of a song and then you all kind of chip in and, and, and put, you know, accompaniment and uh, or are songs actually written on the spot? Well, yes, some some really are. Um, this has never happened with any other ensemble, I have to say. But there is real energy when we get together. And sometimes we come with um, snatches of ideas. It might be... Um, it could be just as simple as a guitar riff or a melodic shape or an idea working with one of, you know, inspired by one of Jackie's images or one of the lyrics and um, one of the spells. And everybody brings something different to this mix. And um, it's, a it's a bunch of really generous and supportive musicians, actually, and singers. And um, I think the fact that everyone is a singer actually makes a big difference. Everyone adds a vocal layer and a way, an approach to song, which gives it a, a really varied flavour, I think, and something special to have all those voices together. Robert, what's it like to watch this taking shape, to watch your words turning into songs? <laughs> well, I, you know, I write very long books very slowly most of the time. Some of them take me a decade. It's kind of geological formation process. And then suddenly this is aerial and um, lyrical, and it's a sort of solidification of something that shouldn't exist as gossamer, really, but does. And then these, these threads begin to... And it's like watching something form in the air in front of you. So it is a magic trick, absolutely, except there's no trick to it. There's skill and craft and, and decades, centuries of accumulated learning and skill on the musician's part. So it takes my breath away and it moves me. And, and I do have tears in my eyes quite often, I have to say, just kind of of awe as well as of delight. Julie, I've seen some video of these sessions with, with Jackie Morris painting away as part of the team. How important is it to have Jackie's painting going on while you're composing? Oh, it's really important. And it um, it shaped the first album as, as well as this album, too. The painting, of course, is inspiring in itself, but her presence and her wisdom and uh, her fun, all of that shapes what we do and her great knowledge. And to have Rob there as well, it felt like the whole team was together for this one. Mm -hmm. And we were all inputting in different ways. And that has contributed to the whole shape of this record. I suppose when you set out, Robert, this was something that you wanted to do to protest, really, at these words disappearing from, from the language and particularly from the Children's English Dictionary. Do you think that the success of, of this project has changed things now? Do you think that these words are gaining a life thanks to the songs, thanks to the books, thanks to the work that you've done? Well, yes, I, I do, although I also think that the project has changed the language, as it were, which is to say that that, that original impetus, that acorn which grew the trees, it seems very far in the past now. And the songs have become utterly their own things. The musicians have brought um, newness and it's it's taken on a cultural momentum that really has little to do with that that origin any longer. And so seeing these songs now take flight in the world, take uh, find people's hearts and minds, thousands of them all around the world, just eager to meet this album. That's new. And that's how, um, you know, nature keeps refreshing itself and culture must 
too. So it's it's wonderful to see this happen. Julie, I, I read in the sleeve notes of the album that it's an album which contains joy and sorrow. Were there some very emotional moments when you were recording it? Yeah, there, there really were. I mean, I, I think Rachel wouldn't mind me saying that Rachel is usually the, the first to cry, but I'm not too far behind her in second. <laughs> um, I think we're quite an emotional bunch when we want to be. Um, I guess that's that's our job, isn't it? We, we channel emotion and we channel um, the difficult things as well as uh, as the joy, the joyous songs. We, we, we try and take some of those difficult topics and... I, I guess in, investigate them, translate them, deal with them through song, and that's I guess that's part of the job. I just wanted to ask you about one song, which I don't think is one of Robert McFarlane's, which is the St Kilda's Wren. Can you just mm -hmm. tell me something about how that infiltrated its way into the project and what the St Kilda's Wren is? Well, the St Kilda Wren um, is uh, well, Robert will probably describe this a lot better than me, but the, the St Kilda Wren is just a, it's a it's a subspecies which exists in the, the in St Kilda and Hirsch, as we call it in Gaelic. Um, so these are the islands that um, I've looked out onto like my whole life from my, my grandmother's back door. They lie about 45 miles away from the Western Isles, straight out west and um, an incredible place. And there's a particular song that sprung to my mind when Kareen was looking at the, the Bramble spell in particular, um, the idea of being in isolation and um, hardship, but also at the end of that reaching out and survival and hope. And there's something about that hardy uh, little rain existing on not just the edge of Scotland, but the edge of Europe and not just surviving, but thriving too. It's interesting, Robert, because we're going to play now the video of the song Thrift, which again is about a plant that, as the song has it, digs in and, and is sort of on the margins of things. Can you explain the inspiration behind the words for, for thrift, Robert? Yeah, uh, it's beautiful hearing Judy speak of, of the St Kilda and Wren there. And the thrift is another kind of brink, brinks person, brinksman, as it were. It, it's that it's Armeria maritima. It, it thrives uh, right on the edge, um, uh, clinging on to, to cliffs and then splashing them with this wonderful lipstick pink. Uh, so I think of it as a as a survivor and indeed as a thriver right on the margins. Um, you find them in, in, in the mountains as well, where I've often seen them on inhospitable summits in inhospitable times. So I, I, I mean, I wrote this and then revised it through the early, early stages of the pandemic. Jackie had suffered grief herself and, and the whole world felt like it was learning to live on a margin with very little room to manoeuvre. And there was something hopeful and resonant about that idea that we, we must learn now really to dig in. Well, it's been wonderful to talk to both of you. Let's see the video now of the Spell Songs with Thrift. One, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. Falcon shift, dig 
the Spell Songs from their number two album Spell Songs 2 Let the Light In, a new entry in this month's official folk albums chart. But it's not the highest because at number one we have another new entry. This comes from the northeast singer-songwriter Richard Dawson in collaboration with the Finnish heavy metal band Circle. Um, and they've created an album called Henki, which is a Finnish word which roughly translated means ghost or spirit. Each of the seven tracks is about a plant from history, making it what the band calls the greatest flora-themed hypno-folk metal record you'll hear this year. And who are we to argue? This track is called Methuselah. Methuselah 
and faint on his liver each day. It's the seat of all human emotion. Methuselah by Richard Dawson and Circle, number one in this month's official folk albums chart. Well, that's all for this month. Don't forget the new episode of Folk on Foot featuring Catherine Tickell and her dad by The River Reed. That's out on Friday, January the 14th. And then in your diary, February the 1st for this show, counting down the biggest selling folk albums of 2021 live from Cecil Sharp House. That'll be here on the Folk on Foot YouTube channel. If you like what we do, it'd be great if you could consider becoming a patron of Folk on Foot. You'll get great rewards and have the added satisfaction of knowing that every penny you give us will be going back into making more episodes of Folk on Foot. To sign up, all you have to do is go to folkonfoot.com and click on the Support Us button. Thanks to English Folk Expo who licensed the chart to us. Thanks to the Folk on Foot team. And thanks to you for supporting this wonderful music. <laughs>